Good morning. It's Monday, October 11th. I'm Duarte Geraldino. Shamita Basu is off. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them. We have a child care crisis in this country. Daycare centers are missing employees. Labor Department data shows more than a third of these workers were laid off when child care centers closed during the early days of the pandemic. Here we are, months later, and only about 70% of these jobs are back. USA Today takes a look at the scale of this crisis and what's being proposed in Congress to change things. A survey this year found nearly half of parents are going into debt to pay for child care, and more than half of the families surveyed had at least one adult who stopped working or changed their schedule in order to take care of children during the pandemic. Because so many families can just barely afford the fees, daycare centers say they can't raise prices to cover salary increases, so they're having trouble hiring people. The median wage is just over $12 an hour for childcare workers. That's less than some fast food chains, which, I might add, also offer signing bonuses. Several daycare operators tell USA Today they got multiple unfilled openings because when it comes to pay, they just can't compete. The COVID stimulus package in March allocated billions of dollars to help support the childcare industry. But most states still haven't posted the application providers will need to apply for these funds. And the ones who have applied say red tape is delaying the money. President Biden and Democrats, they have a plan for even more. There's nearly a half trillion dollars for child care and pre-K in a larger spending bill. It would cap child care expenses at 7% of a family's income. There's also money to train workers and raise pay. But that child care money, it's tied up in a larger spending debate. Democrats are fighting over the bill's size. Over the last year, U.S. immigration officials apprehended more than 1.5 million people along the U.S. southern border. What you may not know is that many of the smugglers who bring people over are just children themselves. You've got a 12-year-old who's in middle school who has the opportunity to make potentially $1,000, sometimes more, a day, which is like an astronomical amount of money in, in Matamoros in, in northern Mexico. We spoke with Kevin Seif. He's the Mexico bureau chief for the Washington Post. He spent some time with a 17-year-old named Antonio. He got really good at smuggling. He learned all of the routes. He learned how to get over the border wall. He learned how to evade the border patrol agents. He memorized the places where the stash houses are and on the U.S. side of the border. With all the money he got, Antonio gave presents to his mom and his girlfriend. He bought a closet full of Nikes and a car. Seif explains... Smugglers are young because the Justice Department doesn't prosecute Mexican minors for smuggling migrants. If caught, they're just loaded into a white Border Patrol van and driven back to Mexico. Antonio has been caught 15 times. This is, of course, done out of an effort to protect kids, you know. The idea is these are vulnerable kids. We shouldn't prosecute them and send them to prison. The reality, though, is that as a result of that policy the kids are at the center of this sort of cartel recruitment drive. But getting involved with the cartels is dangerous business, especially as these kids get closer to turning 18. Around that time, the cartels try to move them into more dangerous work like drug trafficking, even murder for hire. Seif reports on a local program that tries to get teen smugglers out of the criminal life. 
They get education, therapy, job opportunities. There have been some real success stories, boys who have found legal work and left the cartel life. This program was working with Antonio, but he ended up getting more involved with the cartel. He went beyond smuggling, so staffers decided he was too much of a risk. A Maryland couple is accused of trying to sell U.S. nuclear secrets to a foreign power. They wanted to be paid in cryptocurrency. Investigators say Jonathan Tebby had top-secret security clearance as a Navy nuclear engineer. He and his wife Diana didn't know they were actually talking to an undercover FBI agent. According to the Justice Department, Tebby had access to information on the design and performance of nuclear-powered warships. The criminal complaint says Jonathan Tebby first offered to sell nuclear secrets in April of last year. An agent was working on building trust. Over the weekend, after Tebby dropped off an SD card at a prearranged location, the couple was arrested. This wasn't the first dead drop like this. The FBI said one involved an SD card stuffed inside of a half peanut butter sandwich. The Navy confirmed that card was filled with classified information. CNN is reporting it's not clear whether the couple has hired lawyers. In messages to the person he thought was a foreign handler, Tebby seemed pretty confident he'd get away with this. He writes, One day, when it's safe, perhaps two old friends will have a chance to stumble into each other at a cafe, share a bottle of wine, and laugh over stories of their shared exploits. The Tebbies are expected to make their initial appearance in federal court tomorrow. They've been married for nearly 80 years, but Royce and Frankie King never got a wedding photo. You see, Royce is a veteran, and back in 1944, when they tied the knot, everything was rush-rush. He only had two days' leave before going overseas to fight World War II. No time for a wedding dress or a photographer. Royce is now 98. Frankie, she's 97. Hospice workers who helped care for them wanted to fix things so that this Iowa couple could have the wedding photo of their dreams. The workers found a vintage 1940s wedding gown for Frankie and staged a celebration. Roy swore his Air Force uniform, and this time, a professional photographer was there to capture the moment. Wait till you see the photos. You know how wedding pictures are supposed to, in some way, hint at a lifetime of bliss and love to come? Well, this photo seems to confirm it. It was a kiss nearly 80 years in the making. The photographer, she said... She had a hard time holding it together while shooting. You have to see the pictures in the NBC News story. They're in the Apple News app, along with more on all of today's stories. And while you're in the app, keep listening to hear narrated articles from our News Plus partners. I'll talk with you again tomorrow.